It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. cheese on a Friday morning. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thanks for the feedback there. Of course, Percy Sledge, when a man loves a woman. And boy, is there a better feeling than that feeling of being in love? I don't know. I'm not sure. But of course, this morning we're talking about dating, dating in the 21st century, in 2017. I was very surprised, I must admit, um, just speaking to people around the office. People in their 20s are struggling to date. How is that even possible? You know, I, I thought it was only older people uh, when you get to your 40s, 50s and beyond that you would struggle. But it seems as though um, things aren't quite as they used to be. Uh, I was surprised that people don't even know where to go 
in order to find people, meet people whom they could possibly enter into a relationship with. So this morning we're going to interrogate this particular issue as we try to get to the bottom of the dating phenomena and also why is it so difficult? Why are people finding it difficult to date in this day and age? And joining us this morning, and hopefully she'll have all the answers uh, to your woes this morning, uh, dating and relationship coach, uh, Bonita Hrabla. Bonita, thanks for speaking to us this morning. Morning, Sakina. That was a great song choice, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very glad. I was like, oh, it's so cheesy, but yeah. everybody loves a bit of Percy Sledge. Uh, but yeah, then, of okay. course, you know, Bonita, isn't, I find it fascinating that people are struggling to date in this day and age. But why is that? What has changed? Why are we finding it difficult to connect with people? Well, there, there are a couple of reasons, um, but I think the most important one is that we're all so connected um, with the Internet and social media. So all of a sudden, there's all that choice out there. You know, 30 years ago, you had very little choice when it came to a partner. You know, you had to find someone in your social circles or perhaps at church or meet friends of friends or a cousin's friend. Um, but then you had to sort of like choose someone and, and settle with them. Um, but today there's all this parity of choice. And it's supposed to be a good thing, but people are literally dating with one foot in the door. So constantly thinking that, you know, maybe the next one could be better. Um, and, and this also means that people have become fickle. So when, when you reach a difficult situation in the dating stage, say the second, third, or fourth date, it's easy just to say, oh, no, I don't feel like this. Let me move on. Um, where in the past, people rather worked through their problems. Mm. So I think for, for you as a dater... Um, it also means that there's a lot of competition out there. And it's difficult to stand out and not just blend in with all the rest of the single people out there. And besides standing out and and, and the competition that comes with it, uh, Matuli says um, there's too much of a trust deficit between males and females, and that makes it hard to form a sound relationship because one is always suspicious of ulterior motives. Um, Going back to, you know, uh, whilst perhaps in the past you didn't quite know the person, but uh, it, it was easier to know of them and know people who knew them, whereas these these days, you can connect with someone on the other side of the world uh, via social media, for example. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> and also, you know, I, I teach my clients something called the relationship attachment model. We call it the RAM model. So it, you shouldn't be trusting people that you don't know. So the stages of the model is you need to get to know someone first before you can start trusting them. And when you trust them, then you can start relying on them. And as soon as you can start relying on them, then you can commit to them. But but how do you even, uh, you know, form that bond of trust uh, if you meet someone on a dating site, for example? Well, that only happens with time. That's why you need to 
date them and get to know them. And it's about getting to know who they are as a person. It's about meeting their friends and meeting their family. You can't just trust people right off the bat because if you don't know anything about them, you don't know who they are. And uh, with that, of course, as Busis uh, points out uh, in this message, says dating today is most certainly not light. It's more fraught. Uh, you know that there's fake news. Well, there's also fake men and women to deal with today. But Definitely. Definitely. And that's why you need to be really skilled at asking the right questions so that you can sift through those people. What are the right questions? What, what if you're meeting someone on a, a dating website? How do you go about that process? Well, I have something that I call a smart dating process. Um, And, you know, people find dating exhausting because they just tend to go on blind dates with people that they have nothing in common with. So the first step to the smart dating process is obviously finding someone to date. And you just mentioned now, where do you meet people? Yes. And there's three ways of meeting people. It's building a strong network, so, so, uh, so through friends of friends or friends of colleagues. Um, the second way is just by creating a social life that inspires your love life where you can meet people. And the third way is, by using a dating service. So once you've found the people, and that's a whole discussion for another day, then you need to screen them. And for me, this is the most crucial stage of the smart dating process. Um, And I teach my clients that you need to get really, really good at eliminating people that don't meet your basic compatibility criteria before you actually go and spend time with them on a date. Um, because the last thing you, you want to do is get dressed and put on your best personality and go on this day just to find that this person is not what you're looking for. And also the last thing you want to do is ramble down the list of questions at the date because dating needs to be fun and it needs to be spontaneous if, if you want chemistry to happen. So I have a technique where, you know, we identify the the client's must-have and deal-breaker qualities. And once we've done this, we we develop a set of questions that we ask in a very light-hearted way without the person realizing what it is that you're up to and at the same time positioning yourself as being fun and having a genuine desire to get to know the other people. So if I can give you an example, say a must-have for you is really someone that has a great sense of humor. Then before you meet with them online or, um, you know, on, on one of the dating apps, Tinder or whatever, you ask a set of questions and you just say, well, before I meet with anyone, I need to know a little about them. So question one, um, what when was the last time you had a good laugh and, and why? Mm-hmm. So that gives you quite a bit of information about this person. And then you can pick up their sense of humor and what type of person they are. But that, that sounds, you know, so pressured. Because what if I am not, you know, uh, someone who has a great sense of humor? And you spoke about being fun. What if that is not my personality? Well, um, you know, the the thing with dating and and meeting someone face-to-face on a first date and sitting across the table, um, 
all the excitement and sort of the chase of the date has disappeared. You know, when you meet someone socially and when you meet someone socially and they, you know, you don't know whether they're interested, whether they're single, there's that chase happening. And and that chase isn't happening around a dating table where two single people are meeting each other and saying, I'm single, I'm available to date. So it's important just for for your for for you to take let, let me put it this way. You need to treat dating and especially first dates like a fun night out with a potential friend. Nothing more, nothing less. If you're treating this as a job interview for your next husband or your next wife, then you aren't <laughs> going to be successful because you're putting too much pressure on that one meeting. I think women particularly are guilty of that. You know, every date yes. is a potential husband. But, but yes. uh, I don't know, why do we do that as women? And also, you say, you know, uh, go have fun. And then inevitably, there's that exchange of numbers that happens. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And you thought everything went wonderfully well. And uh, he just doesn't call. Okay, yeah, so that's a loaded question. So let me just say, why do women do that? Because as women, we program to think into the future. And that's what we do. We already plan whether we're going to get married, how many babies we're going to have, and men don't do that. And by us, we just need to to start being in the moment on a first date and just having fun. And and really having fun and waiting for someone to call you, I, I also teach my clients, and that's part of the smart dating process, is there's a huge difference between dating and dating exclusively. So dating really by definition means that we are two grown-ups that are in agreement that we're meeting each other and other grown-ups for social encounters and that we are evaluating our options. So again, it's a fun night out with a potential friend. And dating exclusively is where you guys have been seeing each other for a while and you actually have, it needs to happen with a discussion. You can't just assume you're dating exclusively. And that's where you say, right, I want to stop seeing other people or we're going to see where this goes. And that usually that discussion should be initiated by the guy, not the female. So as a female, you should be dating lots of people and meeting lots of people and just having fun social encounters until you meet someone that wants to date exclusively. So you shouldn't be sitting around and putting all your eggs in one basket and waiting for one guy to call you back because people don't call back for many reasons. It could be the wrong timing for them. It could be they have a, um, a, a family emergency. It could be that they're traveling. And it's not up to you to sit around and put all your energy into one person waiting for them to call you back. You know what? Uh, as Linda Barron says, it's it's so clinical now. It's like a science. Whatever happened to just slow dancing to Percy Sledge at a church <laughs> social? I'm tired just listening to what to do now. Well, we'll open the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. What has happened to the dating game? Why has it become so difficult? Are there any dating pools out there? Where do people go to meet one another except for uh, social media platforms? And uh, please uh, just give us a shout and we'll take your calls right after this.
The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. I am going to ask you not to make me laugh too hard because I'm struggling with my voice and it seems laughter is not the best thing right now. Bongs M says, um, always, your guest there hasn't been in our circles, I tell you, because the women are not interested in laughs but the size of your pocket. Lazarus Yema <laughs> says, dating is now taken on higher grade. It's like you need to have a PhD to see someone. Uh, there's nothing about keeping it plain and simple these days. Well, let's hear from you. 0891104208. Carlos is calling us from Stellenbosch, Bonita. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning, Sakina. Lovely program as usual. I just would like to share with you, uh, I traveled in China a few times. I just came back from China a couple of months ago. And one thing that struck me, it was um, published in, in Chinese television, but also on one of the European channels that you can watch in China, is the way that they are doing dating now. Now, let me give you a little bit of background. First of all, as we know, China is developing at a very fast pace. The infrastructure is unbelievable, and they are creating this huge middle class. And secondly, because the uh, number of child that they can have, especially in deep uh, rural China, there is always an issue about your daughter or your son getting married at a certain age. Do you follow me? Yeah. Okay. Now, for Chinese New Year, the daughters or the sons must normally go back home if they are working in a big city like Beijing, Shanghai, or Hong Kong, or whatever, and they come from a rural area or from a smaller town, they have to go back to see the parents for Chinese New Year. It's a big tradition, okay? Yes. Now, the parents are expecting that the daughter or the son takes alone a boyfriend, a future husband, or a future uh, wife, especially if they are approaching the 30s, which is a critical, a critical age. So many of these girls are so busy making money in the new China, and I have seen them in holiday places, how they spend money and how much money they got in their pockets, that um, they contract an agency. There is an agency, or they can go through Internet. This is a tip for your uh, guest to do it today. And they call this agency, and they contract a boy or a girl, normally it's a boy, that will go with them. They will travel with them to the village or the town and pretend to be the boyfriend. So they will pay this person about $7 an hour, and the, the role of this uh, young man or young woman is to pretend to be the boyfriend. I found that extraordinary. The other thing that is happening, if I can spend one more minute, can I? Yes, please. Is that the parents that are getting desperate, especially because the kids or, or their only child is not bringing home a boyfriend or girlfriend or not getting married, they get together in the villages or in the towns, some of them, not all of them, they get together in the square, and they advertise their children without their children knowing, because perhaps they are working in another town or city, so they place an act around the squares, they get together once a week, and they bring the photo of the children, and they bring the CV, like a curriculum or profile, if they are professionals, how much money they make a month, whatever, whatever. I found this very interesting. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> Yo, Carlos, I don't even know what to say to that. But thanks for sharing that with us. Um, and I think that's what the other two um, contributors were also talking about, where people need to now produce a CV, uh, you know, in order to find a date. Uh, Linkford uh, in Randburg, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? And you? I'm great. I'm great. What a discussion. <laughs> you sound I like you want to tell us something. Oh my goodness. I don't think I've followed any of the things that you have said and I don't think I've met somebody that has. <laughs> most of the time <laughs> most of the times for me it's just one nominee, one candidate, one winner, and then we take it as far as it goes. <laughs> okay, and how's this work for you? Uh well, I'm on my third one. <laughs> yeah. So 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 tell me, Linkford. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 27. Where do you go to meet people? Uh, most of the people that I meet, um, it's either around my community, or I find someone that I think I'm interested in online and find out where they live, and then I have to go meet them in person. This whole thing of meeting online is another thing. Tell me. <laughs> Uh, well, you meet someone online and they claim to be someone else. When you meet them in person, they are a totally different person. Uh, a totally different, what, looks-wise? Uh, Personality-wise, too. Wow. Yeah, because people online, they usually sell themselves and, uh, you know, present themselves as who they really are. Sakina, may I add to that? Yes, please, Bonita. Um, So I find one of the biggest reasons why online dating doesn't work is because you're creating this discussion and this relationship with someone online. And what happens is you start creating expectations of who this person is. And these expectations are based on your own history and perhaps what the media has exposed us to. So then when you go and meet this person after you've created this online relationship and this expectation of who they are, naturally they don't fit into your expectations because people weren't created to fit into your little box of who you want them to be. And that's why people are, are, are let down when they meet someone. So I always advise people to, once you've identified your screening questions and that your basic must-haves and deal-breakers have been met, that you then meet as soon as possible before creating those expectations. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. So in the forum at 8 this morning, in keeping with what we do on Fridays generally, is that we keep it light. And this morning we're asking, why is it so difficult for people to date in 2017? It seems as though we just can't hook up with the right people. Uh, sometimes we don't even know where to start, where to find them. And even when we do, things tend to go downhill very fast. So where does the problem lie? Rebecca Swart says, uh, Sakina, I'm worried uh, that uh, Bonita saying women shouldn't start conversations, relationship status. Women have a right to ask this. Uh, and then uh, Buzwe Bake says, um, some want to date uh, because they want to be maintained. They want you to buy weaves and all that stuff. Uh, but the, these are the same people who oppose the legalization of prostitution. Debs Ayen Masheko says, I'm the MBA Married but available uh, type, and uh, I'm there. 
I'm allowed to date, but uh, buy a lady a data and boom, it's a date on the spot. So what seemingly is coming through here is that people are saying that women are materialistic when it comes to the dating game. Um, they are not necessarily looking for uh, the qualities uh, in a man that could take them, uh, you know, further into their life, someone they can grow old uh, with. But they're more interested in the here and now of how you can improve my financial status. How does that impact on finding lasting relationships, Bonita? Well, I think, um, you know, the world is filled with all types of people. And um, that's why it's important to screen people. And, yes, definitely there are materialistic women out there. Um, but there are also women out there that aren't materialistic. And it's important to keep on dating until you find someone that suits your, your basic values. Um, but also I, I have found in my years of working in this industry that, you know, women won't marry down. So it's, it's that it's, it goes back to... You know, women won't date men that are shorter than they are, and women usually won't date men that earn less money than they do. Um, and, and, you know, that's just the way it is, unfortunately. That's the way most majority of the women feel because they want a partner that can take care of them. It's that masculine versus feminine qualities. You know, we're looking for someone that we can look up to and that can take care of us, that, that we can respect. But perhaps as we grow older, we look for different things. Uh, but this married but available thing, you know, and um, uh, a friend was telling me they were hosting a singles party. And there at the singles party rocks up all these people who are either married or in committed relationships, but they rock up alone to the singles party. You know, I, I actually don't have any time for that. So <laughs> I just think they are opening themselves up to a lot of heartbreak. And, yeah, I don't have time for people like that. I don't think that's acceptable, personally. So, Unachi says uh, she's over this whole dating thing because uh, she's kissed too many frogs along the way. Um, Mabule says, Sakina, I boldly came to you at Krugersdorf (laughs) during the local government elections, and I'm killing myself for failing to ask for your numbers. Mabule. Offline. Kangela Valoy says dating is undergoing extinction, just like the rhinos and other species. We need to work very hard to prevent it from complete extinction. Uh, David Mtunzi in Mabatu says a wrong date is when you have unrealistic expectations of another person without being prepared to sacrifice um, uh, should it happen that the other person has some shortcomings. Uh, Vuyogazi says the world has changed quite rapidly, uh, but the dating uh, should be kept simple, taking it step by step and not rushing to bed. Um, Z1 says, uh, yes, uh, trust is the problem, but mostly people enter into relationships for the wrong reasons to begin with. Mokone says, uh, people nowadays open their eyes instead of their hearts. Uh, they want to see what you have before they even think of connecting with you. Uh, King Damane, dating in this era requires three people. That would be you, your mundu, 
and a photographer. And Katlejo Hendrik says, um, one reason that makes dating difficult is that we have uh, too many different views and values as to what love really is. And Dumi's contribution this morning says, it's difficult, it's a problem, and uh, the problem sometimes is that you are playful and dishonest and the other person is perhaps more serious uh, when it comes to this thing. And uh, Major General says, I'm sure I will know more about love and dating and relationships after the show this morning. Well, we hope you're taking some notes. Um, Owen says men have finished all the yellow bones. Uh, so uh, relationships are hard to find because there are no more yellow bones. <laughs> I'm sorry, but honestly, some of the things you say. And uh, a final idea from Zwandile Mpanza before I go to the line says, I think the easy access to internet in our day is really what is killing the dating game. Punita? Yes, definitely. I, you know, I, I, um, I must add, Sakina, that I disagree that with the notion that dating should be difficult. Um, you know, I don't know if you've heard of, or if you've read any articles lately. The media bombards us with all these um, articles about how difficult dating has become. And I don't know if you've heard of these new dating terms like ghosting, benching, and breadcrumbing. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, for, I believe dating is easier today than it was 20 years ago. You know, 20 years ago, you had to be really charming when you met a lady. Um, you had to walk up to her and ask her for a number. You had to use pickup lines. Now you can just connect online and meet someone face-to-face. But the, the difficulty lies with, as a, as a human race, we've become socially awkward and we're out of practice with communication and with relationships. Uh, and single men and women, they long for a real connection. That's why they're out there dating. We long for this offline meaningful connection. And as humans, we were created with this need. Um, and, and at the same time, fewer and fewer people are skilled in forming such a connection. And, and it makes sense then that if you are skilled in having a great conversation, in building a connection, and in activating attraction, that immediately you'll stand out from the rest. Um, and in fact, you, you'll have a lot of choice in your dating life. Well, um, let's hear from our listeners, 0891104208. And uh, we are speaking to Bonita Hrobler, who's a dating and relationship coach. And by the looks of it, you know, stop fronting. You need Bonita's help because it seems most of you are not doing too well. Uh, let's start here with um, Moloto in Polokwane. Good morning. Morning, yes. No, I think dating is easy. It's just that people think that when you date someone, you must make them suffer to say it's romantic. When you don't, they say when you don't have money, then you know how to show love, which is not correct because even back in the days when our grandparents are telling us, if you didn't have cows and cattle, you wouldn't marry. So the more you had cattle and land, you could marry more people. It's the same thing today. When you have money, it means you can also show your love through what you have. It doesn't mean when you don't have, when 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 you have material things to offer to a woman, that is not love. And women are correct to say. They must look for someone who can afford because if you can't do hair for your woman, how can you buy nappies for your child? If you can't 
you know, put, I mean, they buy nice things. How do you, how are you going to buy milk for your children? So I don't think money is not is a problem. Women now, they must just be more wiser. If a guy cannot look after himself financially, don't show love to that person because you learn how to love a person. How do you learn to love someone who's poor? <laughs> 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 oh my goodness, Boloto. <laughs> With the unemployment rate so high, does it mean that, you know, some people will just have to settle for no love? No, but, but the thing is, the thing is, even begging, like now you're saying, your question was, is it difficult today than it was in the, in the past? The question I'm saying is, no, it's all the same, just that the language has changed. It, like our currency is no longer cattles and land. The currency is the real money in the bank. Okay. So, so People in, back in the days, they had kettles and all these things to offer milk to their children. And maybe to whatever they were doing back in the days. But today, the reality is that if you have a woman, you must house her. You must buy food for her. You must also buy, uh, you know, you must provide in terms of material provisions. And okay, even fiscal and other things you must provide as well. But I think the most important thing is that for a woman life to be sustainable, you can't just take and give them nothing and say you, you are hitting that relationship. Well, Mutolo in Pulukwane, thanks so much for sharing that with us. Reminds me of a joke that um, uh, Chris Rock uh, does in one of his sets where he says, you see, women can't go back financially. Once she's become accustomed to a certain um, a lifestyle, she can't go back. Uh, but then he goes on to say, men can't go back sexually. So, I don't know. Think about that. Um, John is calling from the Western Cape. Good morning, John. Morning, Zach. <laughs> That's why I think your SMS apparently never went through. You know, I have ma- this amazing story. That I was, I was, I've, I've been uh, uh, separated from my wife for the last 19 years. All right? Mm-hmm. I this woman 16 years back and we were in a relationship. I helped her raise her kids and everything. And she had an affair with her boss. And eight months back, I met this amazing woman. She's got looks to die for. She's got a body to kill for. I'm 56. She's 45. Hello? Yes. You said you're 56. She's 40. She's 45. Yes. And we had this amazing relationship. You know, I, I, I recently in the last month, just packed up my life and moved down to be with her. Mm. John, and, yeah, yeah I, I, I was going to say it's uh, difficult to listen because your radio is on in the background. Um, but uh, I think, you know, good for you. And uh, again, uh, you never know where it's going to come from. But uh, I suppose the ones that are unexpected, um, you, 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 they say you find love in the most unexpected uh, places. And yeah. I think most of us can vouch for that. Romeo and Escort, good morning. Morning, Sister how are you? Well, and you? Hey, what a lovely topic today. Ah, <laughs> hey, people <laughs> love talking about love and relationships. Eh? Come Friday today, I need to hook somebody. <laughs> you need to hook somebody. Where are you going to go to hook that person? <laughs> anyway, uh, Sister, my only opinion on the difficulties of why people can't date. I think uh, for me, I see migration is part of things because people are mixing from different cultures on the same that you, you meet someone uh, in Jobek, possibly you might be coming from Eastern Cape 
and these other ladies coming from Mpumalanga, you don't know your background of uh, your cultures and beliefs. So as a result, dating, that's why it does not last for a long time, these relationships, on the sense that nobody is helping you, unlike what has been happening a long time ago, like what your guests said. That things have, div- um, have changed because of um, so many things. People can meet over the line uh, and begin to date. But also, uh, material things are also part of things that people are looking forward to see. While it's others, have to consider also academic uh, 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 level. If you are not educated, they see you as a liability. That you're not going to bring anything in the family. And uh, at the same time, once the problem comes in, during the time of those relationships, nobody has to come in and try to resolve and uh, to make you uh, uh, feel comfortable and uh, resolve the, po- uh, the problem as a result, and then you come together to become one thing. It's now a dating of only 24 hours, or either one month or two months, then after that, it's gone. That's what I, my opinion. Interesting view, Romeo. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, September uh, says, I'm a trucker, and you won't believe how many women offer their love to a stranger that they have just met. Um, a few more of these messages. Um, she Speaks says, I'm 22, but I've given up. People are only looking to have sex. Bonita? Oh, dear. Please ask her to contact me directly. I can help her. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, there, there are people, again, there are people out there that are merely looking for sex, but you have a choice in terms of who you want to spend time with and who you want to get to know. And that's why I say it's important to be dating and meeting lots of people. And when I say dating and meeting, I mean first dates, coffee dates, going out to public places and meeting lots of people until you meet someone that shares the same values that you do and that that you are compatible with and until you meet someone that wants to commit to you. So, you know, I, I, I do think that at 20... It's probably a bit young to be very serious, and I think there is a lot of that out there that people just want to hook up. Um, but she doesn't have to do that if she doesn't want to. But she also doesn't need to give up. Um, and, and a lot of a lot of what what dating is about and dating successfully is about the belief systems that you have about men and dating and people and relationships because that can hold you back. Mm. And I see quite a few of you catching feelings with regard to what uh, Mutolo said there. Uh, Putti says, <clears throat> Mutolo is sick. Does he say if you don't have money, you can't date? And uh, Alfia says, no, I assume uh, Mutolo is rich and he's just bad-mouthing poor guys out there. Look at the person, not what he or she um, has if you need true love. Apologies there. Uh, just uh, some very interesting comments uh, are coming through. Uh, Kolani Sikade says, uh, because we ran away from the phrase, love is blind, uh, we are looking for material things and we are all rich on Facebook but poor in real life. <laughs> 
And uh, uh, this one from Haupale says, um, on the date issue, nowadays the dating phenomenon has been taken out of context and is based purely on conditional benefits. And uh, Putti also says, if there's a doctor who specializes in relationship, he's going to make lots of money because people don't know how to date anymore. And then there was one here, um, I'm just trying to find it, someone who said... um, uh, it's from Silo who says, can the, your guest please give us recipes to propose to women? Because some women are so difficult to approach. But um, on the SMS feed, uh, there's also a message here that says um, today uh, it's easier to uh, date middle class women uh, because uh, they have less drama they are they have less uh, fewer financial expectations and less pressure what's your take on that bonita so um on the first question how do you approach women you know i i, I teach a technique to to my clients and you know i think firstly women women also need to to start being more approachable you know, and they and they need to show a guy that it's okay for you to approach me and to talk to me. How do you and do that? How, you how do, do you that show by, that you so are? <laughs> you do that by making eye contact and by smiling. How do you make eye contact? People are going to say you're staring at them. <laughs> well, you make eye contact and you smile. And, and if a woman makes eye contact and smiles at you, then it means your advances won't be shut down. And I think men need to wait for those type of signals, you know. And we have this <laughs> typical stereotyping of women and men, but men don't read body language very, very well, you know, and, and women do. And I think men just need to tune into the signals that she's giving you. And if someone is smiling at you and she's making eye contact, then yes, it's, it's okay to walk over and to say, hi, how are you? And that's it. Okay. And start a conversation and then see um, if this person, and, and a really good mind trick to use, you know, sometimes it's, it's so difficult for us to walk up to someone and start a conversation because already we're putting them on this pedestal and we're saying, um, you're so attractive and oh, what am I going to do to try and impress you? And you should change that. And your mindset should be when you walk up to a woman, to say, you look interesting, let me find out, out if you have what it takes to impress me. Oh, wow. So it's just a mindset shift because that gives, puts the, the power back in your court and it makes you feel more confident. So walking up to a woman doesn't mean anything. When you're saying hi to her, you're just finding out, well, does she have what it takes to impress me? Do I want to get to know her better? All right, Salah, I hope that helps you. Let's go to Imran from Mahiking. Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? Good and you? Lovely. Listen, this is a comment I'd like to say about everyone who's giving their comments. Um, I'm married now for eight years. My wife is 10 years my senior. 
Uh, we dated for three months, engaged for three months. So the story of you love someone to marry them, I think more it's infatuation and lust. After marriage, then you start to learn to love somebody. These guys, you know, um, they just want to, that's what they say, they're not talking about dating, uh, um, they want to see their options. It's nonsense. If you want to commit to somebody, irregardless of what the circumstances are, money or age gap, or whether she's got children or not, it's all up to you. So you can't say, I have this reason. I know people who aren't married, they've been dating for 15 years, engaged for like maybe 5 or 10. Then they're like, no, I'm not by the means. Um, and every time they buy the means, some other excuse comes up. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all depending on the person who's dating. So if, if you are afraid, you are afraid. There's nothing you can say about it. Kikina, <laughs> can I add to that as well? I'm laughing because of how true that is. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? <laughs> because I think many people can identify with what you've just said. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, my point is, you, you, if you are ready, you are ready. There's, not, there's no excuse. The moment you look for an excuse, forget about getting married because you'll always have an excuse. Okay. Everyone in my cake, thanks for the call. Sakina, the statistics out there show us that arranged marriages, the success rate of arranged marriages are far, far, far higher than unarranged marriages. And that's just because um, marriage is a decision. It's a decision whether you're following your culture and you're saying, well, we're sticking together, we're going to work through this, we're going to make it happen. Marriage isn't a feeling. It really is a decision. Mm. So this thing, you know, uh, with regard to, uh, you know, body language and what to look out for, because I think uh, that also is where people fall flat, because you can meet someone in the supermarket, you could meet someone, you know, at the petrol station, wherever it may be. Uh, But of course, again, um, how do you show you're available? And how does someone pick up on that? I think that's where we fall flat, Bonita. Definitely. And I think as as a, a nation, we are on our cell phones and we are rushing through life and we are in autopilot mode. So we're not taking in our environment. We're not seeing the cute guy standing three three people back in the queue. We're not seeing the woman um, unlocking her door right next to us or paying for a parking ticket. And I think the first step is to become mindful of your environment and to put your phone away and to put autopilot off and to start interacting with your immediate environment, be it just by greeting strangers and smiling and saying hi. Mm. And, of course, there are many ways to do it. And I don't know why you people are getting personal with me. This is not about me. But i tell you what someone once did. Um, at, um, coming off um, uh, on one of the freeways at a toll gantry. And um, there was someone, you know, we'd been driving along the same route for some time. And when it got to me, uh, he were, the, this guy was driving in front of me when we got uh, to the toll gate. And when I got there, the lady said to me, oh, the guy in front actually paid for you, leaves a note. And I, yeah, uh, there are so many things people can do. I mean, come 
on, don't be lazy. Think about exactly. it. There you are know? a million ways. There's so many ways that you can get someone's attention if you really wanted to. But we are lazy. We don't even want to put in the work. You just want everything to fall into your lap. Ain't happening. You're going to remain single forever. Uh, let me just read a few last ones. Uh, uh, Luvuyo Kolo says, some women uh, do not do an actual smile. Uh, they do what we call a dog smile. <laughs> I've tried that too many times. Oh my goodness. The things you people say. Um, and, 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 and also then, um, uh, Tabo Tabo Bujwa says, the majority of people, especially young people, are still finding themselves and you can't find or date the right person while doing this. Um, Al Manuk says, uh, trafficking and other threats out there are part of this, uh, reasons that make it difficult to honestly approach women. And uh, Rendani says, we are all happy and rich on Instagram, but sad and poor in real life. And I think echoing uh, what uh, someone had said earlier as well. And I think we must talk more about these things because having uh, male friends, and you know, uh, one of the things that uh, they've taught me, they, they tell you, when a man approaches a woman, he knows exactly what he's in for. He knows exactly what he wants from you. Uh, Bonita, is that true? Um, I think men decide within the first five minutes whether a woman is marriage material or dating material. Um, and I think they know that very soon. But that's a whole other discussion. Exactly. <laughs> a whole other day. Which we should have. <laughs> yes, But definitely. of course, Bonita, thank you so much. Uh, just your uh, contact details very uh, quickly before I let you go for people if they want to get in touch because we do need help. It's clear from the messages we do need help. Yes, so it's lovecoachbonita.com and all my details are on there. And Bonita, thank you so much for your time this morning. Dating and relationship coach uh, Bonita Hrobla. And I don't want to spoil the song for you, so I'm going to end it here and just say I wish you all lots of love and hope you go out this weekend for those of you who don't have someone and meet someone. Have a good one. Uh, we'll be back on Monday morning and uh, this will take you up to 9 o'clock and news with Greg Hoes. And then she called me to a side. She said song Nodding over my head, saying, Hey, I know that. Please don't regret me to the effect, but I didn't listen to my mother. I went straight to the church. I just couldn't wait to have a little girl of mine. When I got off the My future bride. He looked at us both and he called me to his side. He said, Son, take time to over it over night train. Take time to over Please don't regret me to do this thing. But it looked like everything was going to turn out all right. Then I came home early one night And there she was Kissing on another man Now I know what mama meant When she cut me by the hand